You're listening to The Ladies Room. I am Iris St. Moran. And I'm Jennifer Sanders. So we used to be news anchors at competing television stations. But no matter where we live, we'll always be the best of friends. So tell our listeners why we decided to call this The Ladies Room. It's that place where you get yourself together, laugh, cry, tell a secret. Ladies know what I mean. Girl, we definitely know what you mean. So you'll get to hear from some phenomenal women doing phenomenal things across the world. And our goal is to provide inspiration and information. We're on air in the ladies' room. We are happy to welcome into the ladies' room, I would say, one of our sweetest guests. Yes! <laughs> Carmen of Crave Dessert Studio. Welcome to the ladies' room. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I appreciate you when you extend the invite, of course. Um, so, Thank you. <laughs> we, are, we are honored to have just your talent with us. And, you know, we are talking to you fresh off your appearance on the Food Network. Just talk about that experience. Yes. So last night, the Christmas Cookie Challenge uh, aired, well, my episode, and um, got to see myself. It was a little ah, <laughs> crazy. It's like, you know, seeing yourself and you're like, Oh my God, I'm sweating and all this crazy stuff. But it was so exciting. Uh, the two challenges were uh, wedding theme and uh, desert themed Christmas. Uh, and so I got to compete on those two things. Unfortunately, didn't take home the win, but I still feel like I won just making it on the show. So super excited. Um, it was just such an amazing experience. Definitely. Okay, so take us back to what led up to your appearance on the Food Network. I mean, that's huge. And let me tell you, literally my Facebook timeline, as soon as I think you announced it, girl, blowing up. Like <laughs> every every picture was you, every status was you, and just how like proud people were of you. So what led up to that moment? Uh, okay, awesome. Um, so... First, I just still can't believe that people are like sharing me and all that stuff like that. Even last night, I was like, I was like, I'm not even looking at my phone. And then I peeked and it was like all me. And I was like, I can't do that right now. So <laughs> it's just, like, it's crazy. But honestly, um, my customers are what led up to me even applying. Uh, last year, I kept seeing so many comments whenever I would share like a birthday party or whatever custom theme. And they're like, you need to be on Food Network. You deserve to be on Food Network. Your stuff is so perfect, blah, blah, blah. And so I saw the opportunity at the beginning of the year. Um, there was like a post that said that, you know, the applications were now open. And um, I really wanted to challenge myself this year to just do things that were really scary for me and just do it anyway. So I was just like, I'm just going to apply. I'm going to be myself. I was covered in powdered sugar for my interview. <laughs> I was just like, I don't care. This is me. And I got a call back. So um, it was just really rewarding to see that everything that I've worked for has sort of paid off. Not that I needed an accomplishment of getting on a show, but just, I don't know, it's still a big deal. And it's, it's really, really exciting to see. So a huge deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have been just such a gift to um, Central New York. The lines get longer and longer. So there was a line that was like an hour to two hours long. Last week, it was around two corners and maybe even longer. When you like finally, I don't even know if you have a moment to take in just, you know, mm -hmm. the anticipation in the middle of winter, you know, people are lining up yes. outside <laughs> for you. It's amazing. Exactly. 
every time I tell, like, I go out there and I'm like, thank you so much for standing in this line. I don't know if I would have did it for me, but I appreciate <laughs> you guys who sold out, you know? So it's really such an honor. Um, I do have those moments. And it's really crazy because every time, like the day before the pop-up shops, I'm like, I've made too much stuff. I'm not going to sell all this stuff. It's ridiculous. Like, you know, I get nervous that I'm like, no one's going to come. <laughs> and then every time I pull up and see the line, like, it's, I get so emotional. Um, and I have my little moments. I try not to like cry in front of my, you know, I gotta be a little in front of the customers, but, um, it's, it's such an honor. And, and I just can't believe it every time. I feel like it's like an out of body experience. Like I'm experiencing someone else's success. I'm just like, I can't believe this is for me. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. And like, you don't even have a marketing team. It's not like you have this PR machine behind you really, you know, getting the word out about your treats and your cookies and cupcakes and all that. So I'm just, I think it really speaks It's a testament to your talent and just to the relationships that you've made with people because of the support that they're showing you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so most of my customers come from either word of mouth or social media. And so, like you said, it's just people that have been like supporting me for years when I first started out four years ago as Carmen's creations out of my house, like making Oreos that did not look that great. And <laughs> you know what I mean? But to them, like, you know, because it was new, people weren't really doing desserts and treats like how I was doing them at that time. So it was like, these are so amazing. And then now like see my talent evolve even more and like, see like, okay, that was not even that, that was kind of trash, but, <laughs> and, and you know, to see myself grow and really learn and teach myself. It's just been so amazing. I'm, I'm so honored every time that people take the time to, like you said, it's a pandemic, spend money with me. Like, you know, people have bills and like, you know, other restaurants aren't so fortunate. And so it's, it's such a blessing. So. Yeah. We love to see it. And um, a couple of weeks ago, you um, shared a post about how Crave started and a lot of people don't know your background. It, you know, hit a nerve with me. Um, and I was really inspired by your post. Can you share just how Crave was birthed? Sure. Um, it's probably gonna end up with me like in tears. So I'm just warning you now. <laughs> so I'm super emotional. <laughs> so sorry if I sound a little raggedy, but, um, okay. So I actually went to school for marketing I uh, went to RIT, graduated uh, with my bachelor's, and was working a full-time corporate marketing job. Uh, happy with being an account executive, you know, nine to five, like, who wouldn't want to have a corporate job? You know what I mean? I'm 23, and that's that's a good life for me. Um, and so, lost, so I started doing chocolate-covered strawberries and Oreos in college for my business fraternities fundraisers. So it was just like something that we did to like raise money. I've never had any sort of baking experience. I've never had the desire to be a baker. My grandma didn't teach me. Like, you know, those sort of standard stories that you hear when people have baked their whole life. Um, and so I had just started actually dabbling into strawberries. Um, my cousin was getting married and then had a baby shower the next day. So I was like, I'm going to make your strawberries and pretzels as my gift. <laughs> So bad. And it was actually, I don't know if you know Quindell. <laughs> that was like the beginning of it all. Um, and people loved the stuff and they were like, 
oh my gosh, I saw your stuff at the baby shower. It was so nice. Can you do my blah, blah, blah? And so that's really how it started. So I was just doing that on the side a little bit, but still completely happy with my job. I was like, this is a hobby. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing anything more than that. Um, and then unexpectedly lost my mom. And that for me was like, my, I felt like my world was shattered, you know? So, sorry. Girl, take your time. <laughs> it's still so fresh, like the feeling, you know? So, because yeah. it's only been three years or four years. I don't even know. Anymore. Three years. Yeah. So, lost my mom and um, I had a, went through a really dark time in my life, you know? Like, I was still, I think it would be called high functioning depression. Like, I was like still going day to day. People were like, you're so strong and you're so, you're so, I can't believe you are still working and whatever else. But it was just like, I went through a time period where I don't even remember like three months after my mom died. Sorry, I'm trying to like get my voice back together. <laughs> Cause I know this is a podcast. So yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, and then I was still sort of baking and, and doing the strawberries and stuff like that. And I just sort of had an epiphany, like, you know what? I'm not happy. And my mom was 49 when she died. She wasn't sick. She wasn't whatever. It was just like an infection that happened like 12 hours. Like she was fine and then she was gone. And so when you have a moment like that, it's like life is a blink of an eye. Like, you know what I mean? You could be gone at any second. So decided that I wanted to quit my job. It was super sporadic and, and spontaneous. I wouldn't recommend this for anybody. <laughs> I have a backup, have a backup plan at least. So um, quit my job and decided I wanted to try to do this full time with the support of my husband. So, you know, he still worked and we had that going and stuff like that. And so um, I would just practice. I'm completely self-taught. So I would just like watch YouTube and Instagram videos and like study and like get inspiration from other dessert makers and um, just kept learning and, and, and joining like little sweets groups and trying to get techniques from them. And I guess I had some talent there. So um, yeah. And, and I think it was really nice to distract myself from the loss. And so like, I'm, I'm a very, like, I'm a worker, like I work. So for me, that was like, I'm just going to work day and night and, and avoid the fact that I lost my mom pretty much. And so I just dove right in and just worked and took orders and then uh, had the opportunity to open a dessert shop. And, and that's really how it, how it kind of started. So yes, it was a painful loss, but I don't think that my life would be this way without it. Mm. So, yeah. Girl, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to like get it together, and it's like, oh. <laughs> listen, that is a beautiful yeah. testimony. Yes, it really is. It's beautiful. It's powerful, and you know, it's amazing for me to see how something what we deem as simple as baking was part of your therapy, was part of your your healing process, and the fact that something beautiful blossomed from that. And you are where you're at now. And you haven't even been, I mean, how long have you, would you say that you've been doing this faithfully committed and successfully? 
Um, it's been about four years, almost. It'll be f- almost five. So yeah, it's not, it's very fresh, very new. I still feel like I'm at the beginning. Like, you know, like I'm just still feeling like I'm still learning. I'm still trying to figure this all out and to be where I am and to have made the Food Network and have all these lines and stuff. Like, it's just like, whoa, like, you know, it's like me, are you serious for me? And it, and I still deal with that imposter syndrome and like, do I deserve it? And am I talented enough? But I would say like, it's just been like definitely important to deal with me on top of the business. So doing both at the same time and kind of growing and evolving and becoming this new person. It's, it's been great. So And you're taking time for you, right? We got to make sure that you're good. Um, that's my goal next year. Okay. All <laughs> right. We're going to hold you to yeah. that. Seriously. We'll have yeah. to hold each other accountable. <laughs> you know, next year. Yeah, I, I don't sleep very much these days. Um, but my husband's on me about it. I'm on myself about it because I don't want my health to deteriorate and my hip to be hurting and stuff at 28. So I'm, I'm really going to work on it for next year. <laughs> you know, next year is knocking on the door. So. I, know, I know. After these pop-up shops. I'm, <laughs> that's Listen, and I've been trying to get my hands on a hot cocoa uh, bomb. I'm going to get one <laughs> one of these days. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Do you have a favorite creation or dessert that you have made um I always say I like I have like a top five um (laughs) so I like kind of rank them like that but it always changes after I like do something I'm like you did that so (laughs) I would say like right now my favorite thing that I've made is uh it's actually a huge cookie of Kobe and Gigi Bryant uh when they passed away uh I just felt I don't know, celebrity losses don't really impact me very much, but that one just, like, hit home. I don't know if it was because it was the beginning of the year and it was, like, 2020 was crazy. And that was, like, the start of it and just the way they passed and stuff. So I was just, like, I just want to express myself. It wasn't something that I sold. And so that's what I'm trying to do more is, like, do more pieces that sort of I can just express myself. I don't need to, like, you know, sell it or feel the pressure of, like, doing a certain thing. So that one is really really a uh, big one for me. And then I also did a George Floyd cookie. It was like when I took a t- the time to sort of had a moment of silence and wrote out all the names behind a silhouette of George Floyd of people who have died. I'm sure it's not all the names, but a ton of names that had passed uh, due to police brutality. So those two are like my top two right now. And then I always love weddings and like really detailed baby shower cookies amazing so what how do you get the inspiration for all these designs um a lot of it is just I've always been like super out of the box and and creative I'm like the leader in the group project that like is kind of bossy so I <laughs> personality um so a lot of it is just from that and then of course like Instagram has like you know on Pinterest those sort of things people send me ideas and, and I'll try to recreate and put my own spin on it but I like to be able to express myself. I'm very detail-oriented when it comes to decorating. Other things in my life, maybe not so much, except my husband, but (laughs) when it comes to that, it's like, it's, I'm in another world, sort of, I get lost in just being able to decorate and just focus on that and, and kind of see it come to life, so. Yeah, I like what you said last night, your team doing the most when it comes to decorating. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. It's, I kind of have to reel it in a little bit most of the time because it can be uh, 
to my detriment <laughs> because it's like I'm so determined and it's like I don't have to do all those things but I'm like we need to get it done it's gonna get done even if I don't sleep for four days I need to get it done and <laughs> sometimes it's like it's okay like you know you don't have to be so hard on yourself yeah so I love being extra because <laughs> that extra things is just it's what make makes my customers drawn to me I think so definitely yeah. What do you see? And I know it's hard. Obviously, we're in a pandemic. It's hard to really, we have to take it day by day. But what do you see in the next year, the next five years for your business? And how do you hope that it really develops and evolves? Yes. Um, so that's my big thing like, after this pop up is really like sitting down and taking the time to kind of figure out what my vision is, because obviously I can't continue to do everything myself. So I want to be able to have a team and hire people to sort of um, grow and be able to serve more people. And then not only that, but um, I really want to have more of an online presence and be, be able to ship next year. So those are like my, my big goals is to be able to ship internationally and, and across the United States, and then also be able to, uh, have a team and sort of maybe mentor and teach some people a little bit under me and so that we can sort of crank out a little bit more production. So I actually have been entertaining a few spaces and like looking to see like what that would look like and dipping my toe back in. I don't know if I want to do a storefront again, but definitely need a bigger space sort of, uh, cause I think my business is growing bigger than I'm expecting it to. So I need to. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hold myself back. I have to bet on myself and, and really take advantage of this because it would only be me holding myself back at this point because the business is there. So, What advice would you give your younger self? Um, what advice would I give my younger self? Okay. Let me get it together so I don't get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you do, look, we, we'll get emotional right with you. Yes. <laughs> My younger self, I was never very confident. I had very low self-esteem. Was never really, like, proud of who I was, being smart and and wanting to read and be nerdy and, like, be the the class, whatever, you know, class pet or whatever, because I was always the one getting A's and all that. So just to tell myself that it's okay to be you, you, who you are is going to lead you to where you are right now. Mm. And so, like... To have all of those, I wish just wish I would have known it when I was younger. You know what I mean? Like that, that you're enough and, and that you can do it and you're worth it and that you're beautiful. Like all these things, like I wish I, I could tell my younger self so that I don't have to like deal with all this crap right now while I'm trying to grow my business, you know? Um, and that you don't have to be strong all the time and you don't have to have the weight on your shoulders all the time. It's okay to be selfish and take care of yourself and not worry about everyone else's problems. So I would say those are the things for sure. That's beautiful. And I think that that's advice that honestly, it still resonates with myself. I'm sure Iris, it resonates with us today and just knowing that we're enough and we're worthy, you know, of all the successes. And so, girl, we applaud you. Listen. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. You are amazing. So where can everyone find you, find your goodies, find out about what you're doing on social media and um, in person as well. Sure. So, um, 
I try to update as regularly as possible on Instagram and Facebook. And those are handles are just Crave Dessert Studio. Um, and then my website is www.cravedessertsyr.com. And so I try to have some updates on there. I'm going to try to do more of that next year for sure uh, with just if there's more pop-up dates or when the calendar sort of opens for custom events, things like that. Um, right now, I'm not taking any custom orders just to sort of deal with the pop-ups and like sort of organize a little bit more. So I think the calendar will open maybe late January as we prepare for Valentine's day and then kind of open it up for the year. Um, and then we are accepting like weddings and, and bridal showers at least right now, because those are a little more things you have to plan ahead of time, I guess. So. All right. Perfect. We'll follow Thank you, you so and <laughs> follow your success too. We're so excited for you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. This is an honor. Let's keep the conversation going. Connect with us on social media using the handle on air TLR. And of course, if there's a lady you want us to interview, let us know. We'll chat again soon in the, the ladies room. room.